day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 40 of the Genesis Gems podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Nick Stevens, and with me this time is... Aaron. All right. Aaron Hickman, yeah. Welcome, Aaron. Welcome. So, uh, what have you been into? Oh, not much. Uh, you know, just hanging out, eating chili dogs. Chili dogs? Or as we like to call them, hot dogs with sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs with sauce, right? It's funny, you know, because in West Virginia we call them hot dogs with sauce. Right. Most everywhere else I think they call them chili dogs. And in Texas as well. They call them chili dogs in Texas? Uh, you know, both. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Well, you, know what else, you, know what else, you know what else I love? What? Cherry soda. Cheer wine? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who Been loves cherry soda? Nick loves cherry soda. Right, right. Is it true? Right, right. So you know, on the last episode, we were talking about. I was talking about how they erroneously gave me synthetic oil at the mm-hmm. uh, oil yeah. place because I didn't know what they were Your talking about. Your car broke down, didn't it? Well, yeah. Um, so I uh, I called those dudes, Michael and Justin to uh, help me out. And they said that I should probably just man up and do my own oil. So that's what I'm going to do. It's going to save me some money. Yeah, so. that's t- typical Typical too, dude. It's always being manly and changing their own oil, you know. They always tend to have good ideas. Yeah, I, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I really do. Right. <laughs> okay. So. So, uh, I guess... Uh, I guess we should tell people how they can find us. Uh, you can find uh-huh. us on our website at www.genesisgymspodcast.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash genesisgymspodcast. We also have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash genesisgyms. You can email us at genesisgymspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at gengyms. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and we are a part of the Retro Junkies Network at retro, theretrojunkies.com. I'm pretty good at that, aren't I? Mm-hmm. You've, you've gotten really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, I thought so. Was it, was it so, Landon? Who, who was it was telling us a story about uh, the Whataburger guy? I don't remember. I guess it was Landon. Yeah. Last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Right. So, okay. uh, <laughs> listener business. Uh, did you guys, did any, did any of you guys out there come see us at the Lexington Comic Con? Aaron and I were both there. Right, right. It was a good time. We had a good time doing it. Uh, it was a it was a long trip for me. Um, in my yeah, car. how far is it from how is it from Texas? Oh gosh, it's about uh, it was about a, a fourteen hour drive. So oh uh, wow, wow, yeah, you drove the whole way. Yeah, dedicated. You know, <laughs> trying to I be. tell you, you're pretty dedicated to the network. Right. But you know, because of my car problems, I I had to rent a car. So, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But well, we did get some good food up there. Like we talked we talked about last episode we were going to have to look at uh, you know, the food when we got up there and the most of the time we ended up talking about food. Mhm. Kind of like our kind of like our podcast. Most of the time we just end up talking about food. Right, right. Well, you know, we went to, I don't know if people have listened to the Retro Junkies episode yet where we talked about where we went, but we apparently we went to Murder Town, remember? 
Like we went down into Murder Town to try to find some food. Mm-hmm. I think you actually discovered it whenever you were looking for uh, Josh some medicine or something because Josh got super sick on the trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Yeah. But anyways, that's enough small talk, I think. Let's uh, Sega Snippets. Cast one, two. Sega. Now it's time for Sega Snippets. Have you done anything Sega since the last episode? Uh, no. Let's see. What have I been doing, Sega? Uh, been playing some Contra Hardcore. It's one thing I've been doing. Uh, What's that? What game? Some Contra Hardcore. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's the episode. That's the name right, of the game we're right, talking about this right. week. Which we didn't even mention at the top of the show. I mean, that's right. pretty well, lame on our know, part. Typical us that's just forgetting stuff Typical, like <laughs> typical us. We just forget things all the time. Right. Just, you know, just blatantly forgetting things. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, been playing some Contra Hardcore uh you know sonic the hedgehog stuff just your staples yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. see i've been playing i went to uh went to the the local flea market down here uh right. with my good buddy andy layton who you might know from another from other podcasts that he, mm-hmm. he lives up here close by this uh, is and west we virginia bought- this is a west virginia flea market oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely okay. definitely west virginia um so we picked up a Sega lot. We went in together on it, and we got a Sega lot. We got a ton of ton of good Sega games. I actually picked up um, Restar. I think it's pronounced Restar. Is it Restar or Ristar? You know, you would know. I think it, it's, it's Ristar. It's Ristar. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, picked that game up. Uh, there's several others. I think Power Rangers. You know, you know Power Rangers is actually one of my. Is it now the Sega version is just like a fighting game. You know, there was two versions. Mm-hmm. There was like the Sega version that was just a fighting game. So you basically went uh, one boss to the next just fighting. But the Super Nintendo version uh, was actually more of an action-adventure game. It had the fighting elements, of course, but you had levels to actually uh, get through. Uh, more of a platformer, I guess you could say. Yeah. Sega was definitely better. For sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. But well, that's uh, really all the that's really all the Sega that uh I've been into this week. Hey, what's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well dressed man on a bicycle? The third wheel? A tire. <laughs> 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 oh, I have an unrelated yeah. I have an I have a, a really bad joke. You ready for this one? This is well oh, yeah. a really good joke. I mean, okay, yeah. So a guy comes into his op to to this pharmacy at CVS, right? Mm-hmm. And he says uh, uh, he puts down this brown jar and a spoon and tells the pharmacist, "You try this," very kind of like angrily. And the pharmacist was like, "Okay, well, all right, I'll try it." So uh, he pours. Him a little bit in the spoon, takes a sip, spits it all over the place. It's just terrible. Tastes horrible. And uh, uh, says, oh my gosh, what is that? What have you? What What is this you're wanting me to taste? And he's like, well, would you say that that tasted sweet? And the pharmacist <laughs> said, 
No, uh, I would have to say it's not sweet. It's definitely bitter. He said, okay, well, good, because my doctor wanted me to go to the pharmacy and uh, have my urine checked for sugar because he thought I had diabetes. Uh, uh, Okay, that joke's a little heavy for our show. We're normally just kind of like the dad jokes. It's a lighthearted joke. It's a lighthearted joke. Have you ever seen... I think I heard the two dudes talk about this one time, maybe. That life's too short skits that they're like on. You can watch them on YouTube, but it's with oh, yeah, the yeah. little guy that played. They talked Willow. about it on their Willow episode, I believe. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, the one that kind of reminded me of the one with uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson keeps wanting to do improvisational comedy, as he says, <laughs> and so they keep doing improv and. Liam Neeson keeps going to I have AIDS. So okay. everything, every time it's just like right. I have AIDS. <laughs> it's yeah, just not uh, funny. And everybody's just sitting there like, and he doesn't understand what he's doing wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's not funny at all. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But it's funny. So let's uh, keep going there. Let's go to ask Aaron. You ready for some questions? Sure. I'm ready. I want to say hit it, hit it, Rob. Cause this is where Rob sings. Aaron Hickman is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions, it's okay. And he will answer them if he wants. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Rob. (laughs) So, Aaron, (laughs) did you pull up any questions? Oh. Or should I pull them up for you? Go ahead, pull them up. I thought I had them pulled up, but maybe not. Okay. First question comes from Matt Daly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he says, I think this may have been asked before, but if not, what is the deal with the digitized voices on the Genesis? The music and sound effects are good, but voices sound terrible. Always. Why? Uh, well, uh, who asked that question, actually? That was Matt Daly. Okay, Matt, Matt, you're going to have to refer to our uh, previous episodes because that question has been answered. This is like court. This is like court of law, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, you right. have, if if the lawyer repeats a question, you can just say you're you. you it's all that questions already been answered. So, uh, right. Refer to the record. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay, um, Josh Dykeman says, "What is your absolute favorite Genesis music of all time, but from a game that you don't particularly like?" Now, see, this mm. should be good for you. You're a big music guy. You're, right. You know, you do music all the time. Ooh, let's see. The best music, but from a game that I don't particularly like. Uh, it, it's it's definitely going to have to be Virtual Pinball. Oh, yeah. Virtual Pinball. Mm-hmm. Virtual That's Pinball. Right. That's a good one. Okay. Right. Uh, Gabe Van Gilder says, "Have you ever missed school because of Sega?" Um. Yes. Uh, I actually had to repeat the eighth grade three times because of the Sega Genesis. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. But just, uh, it just it just had it just had its pull on you, huh? Well, how did mm-hmm. you break away? How did you end up uh, passing the eighth grade? Um. You know. Uh, my dad took it out back and shot it with a shotgun, and uh, that was pretty much it. 
Oh, so wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll so, do it. Uh, you know, that was it for the Sega Genesis. So huh. mm-hmm. that'll do it. All right, Nick DeMarco says. So I've heard rumblings of a Sonic Maker. While I'm simply delighted in the idea of making him die over and over again. Oh, sorry. Would you like to see? Th- what would you like to see in it? And what other franchises would benefit from a Maker title? So, like Mario mm. Maker, I guess they're gonna. You know, Sonic's gonna imitate Mario Maker here. So, what mm-hmm. other? Uh, what would you like to see in it? Well, he said he would like to see Sonic die over and over again. You know, yeah, uh, I would like to see probably just the uh, uh, all the characters with uh, just like kind of like Sonic or the Mario Maker did. Um, and what was the second part of that question? I'm sorry, the Sega. Uh, what other franchises would you like to see Ooh, get the mm, maker? Okay. Probably, definitely, Earthworm Jim. Mm, uh, oh, that would be a good one. That's a good uh, one. Yeah, Earthworm Jim would be a good one. And, um, hmm, let's see. Kind of caught me out of it. You know, uh, you know what would actually be pretty... It, pro- it wouldn't be nearly as cool as Mario or Sonic. What about Pac-Man Maker? Make your own Pac-Man levels. But instead, yeah, that would be cool. I think I've, for some reason I feel like they've done that. They probably have. And since I'm the expert on video games, yes, they have made it. I'm just saying that I'd like to see. <laughs> I'd like to see something that they've already made. All right. Hey, listen. There's a train. That's usually on two dudes. I got one in my house too. <laughs> Did you recently move? No. Just we're <laughs> recording at a different time. The train only uh. comes by once a day, so. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. All right, I got another question. This one's from uh, Easter just passed, and uh, this one's from Blake Worrell. Mm-hmm. If Dr. Eggman took over the Easter Bunny, what flavors of jelly beans would he make? Well, this kind of reminds me of a person that I worked with uh, bought me some um, jelly beans. Down in that- Texas? No, this, they bought them at like Hogwarts or whatever. Is that Universal Studios or Disney World? Um, but it's Harry Potter. I didn't oh, try them, but they were like supposed to be like the flavor of like vomit and oh, boogers. That sounds gross. So I would imagine that uh, th- those would be the flavors of the the Easter egg candies as well something like that okay yeah he would totally do something like that Uh Uh i got one more we'll do one more this one's from james e davis he says i played a game once back in college where i believe you tried to create either monsters or robots in the lab to have them become fighters any idea what that game was i can't recall um that was uh ren and stimpy stimpy's invention um it was actually kind of a hidden level a part of that game that you have to uh, find in the second level uh, when you're jumping across the hippos. If you go behind the third hippo, yeah, yeah, and squat down, you'll get to that that kind of side game, and uh, you're you're in you're in it. You got it. So, yeah, uh, you know, it was kind of odd for a Ren and Stimpy game, but you know. Well, it really wasn't though, because you you squat down behind the behind the hippo. You know what I mean? Right. So, 
and you got to wait for that the, the perfect there's a noise that it makes like right before mm-hmm. uh, you'd fall down the hole yeah and it sounds like a it yeah sounds gotta, like passing gas yeah yeah sounds like a sounds like a real beaver mm-hmm. 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 hey so Aaron uh, why do bears have hairy coats oh why is that for protection Mm. <laughs> I like it. All right. <laughs> All right. One more. What do you call a fish with no eyes? A founder? I don't know. I don't know. No. A f- oh. Get it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Game on. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega! So the game we're talking about today is Contra Hardcore. Right. Published and developed by Konami. Directed by Nobuya Nakazato. Mm. Produced by Tamakazu Kirta. Art by Yasumi Yumetsu. Mm. Mm-hmm. You do so much it better was re- at that than uh, that hoser over there on two dudes, Justin. Thank you, thank you. I always thought that, you know, I always thought that guy was just, you know, he's really offensive almost. He seems how bad a little in over his, his head at times. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the game was released. This is weird. Just one of those games. It's weird. It released at a different time. Uh, in Japan versus the United States, mm-hmm. uh, but it released released in the United States first. So in North America, it released on August eighth, nineteen ninety four, and in Japan, it released on September fifteenth, nineteen ninety four. So same year, within like a month or so. Yeah. Well, and uh, a lot of people don't know this, but the the European version uh, of this game, there was a lot of edits in the game. And yeah, we'll talk about that here in just yeah. a minute. But yeah, they had to change a bunch of stuff. When did you know when it released? Was it much uh, later? Because of the edits? It was later. Seems like I read that, but uh, it was. Yes, I've got it. Well, not too much later. October fourteenth, nineteen ninety four. So you've got North. So they must have already been. Yeah. Heavy into the edits before they. Uh, released any of the games. Yeah, you got North America on August 8th, uh, Japan September 15th, and October uh, came out Europe. Anyway. Now, I did want to mention the composer for this game also, because I know you're a big fan of this guy, Aaron. Mm -hmm. He is uh, Hiroshi Kobayashi. Oh, man. Uh Kobayashi? He's kind of like your hero. Kobayashi just kills it. I mean, every time he gets in the... Every time. Every time. Yeah, I agree, totally. He gets near anything. He just kills it. Plain and simple. Yeah. I will... Yeah. The uh, I, Also, just to throw it out there, this is a, this cart goes for quite a bit of money, yeah. really, sometimes. It's loose prices somewhere in the $45 yeah, range. Yeah, it's not so, cheap. You know, it's it's pretty pricey game. It's, you know, I guess it's popular because it's... And we'll get into that here in just a second, but it's, it's pretty good, so... The reason that that you know popular, pretty good game, maybe not not as many made. I don't know, but it's it's probably one of the higher priced Genesis cards mm-hmm. out there right now. Right, right. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, 
well, we'll talk about that later. Never mind. Just jumping the gun tonight, man. I, you know, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of surge, and I'm jumping the gun mm. a lot, a lot of the stuff, you know. Hey, that's all right. I know you you warned me before we came we came on the show, Aaron, that this is one of your favorite games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't blame you for wanting to jump ahead. You know, just take it. Go tell me all about it. We're we're good to go. Talking about the game. okay. So, uh, you know, really the style of this game is just a game that I love you know just run and gun just it's really almost a mixture of that late 80s where or, or I'm sorry early 90s where we kind of had one foot still in the 80s you know but we we kind of mm-hmm. you know this is like the days when movies like speed was being made right where it was right. you know you know, it, they were they were 90s. They were more modernized, but it really felt 80s. I mean, just look at the sprites, the characters, and the graphics. There's no sleeves on those shirts. Uh, right. the The main character is basically Dolph Lundgren. It, it, he really is. Uh, actually, Dolph Lundgren, I think, should probably be involved in some kind of lawsuit. Um, the Wolf. Uh, you know Brad Fang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty sweet. Yeah, he's. See, okay, let's talk about the characters because that's that's one of the main components of this and what makes it different from most all mm-hmm. other Contra games. You, you have four different characters to choose from. Mm-hmm. Uh, of those four different characters, they each have, I think, four different distinct weapons. Right. So, um, and you actually instead of picking up, um, instead of picking up the power ups. And then getting that weapon like you do in other Contra games, you actually pick up the power-ups and you can switch between all your weapons Mm -hmm. and just pick different weapons. And they're just labeled A, B, C, D, right? Right. So, but everybody's A, B, C, D is different than everybody else's A, B, C, D. So you got four different characters, four different weapons for each, total of like 16 weapons, Right, right? Right, So there's a ton of variety in this game. There's a male character, a male human, a female human, a little itty bitty robot dude and Fang who's like this really big werewolf guy right so you said Fang Fang's probably your favorite well Fang's got the power Fang packs the punch yeah know? his yeah he really and does being from, he, you know big, being down right? here in Texas we like we like power right yeah you like everything big you like a lot of power mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like Tim the Toolman Taylor right just uh, more power and Brad Fang brings it. Now, the only problem is, if you're playing with Brad Fang, is y- your accuracy or your, uh, maybe the accuracy is not the word I'm looking for, but range is, is yeah, a little he's got worse. quite a bit less range on most of his weapons. Like, his one of his weapons, I think, is like a punch, basically, yeah. which shoots out a few things from his hand when he punches. Mm. Not a lot of range, but it only takes a couple hits to really knock out even bosses sometimes it just takes two or three hits if you really really nail them but you know what's pretty sweet when you're going through the first level and you got you got those big fan fan things that you got to jump on and grab and hang on to right mm-hmm. and you hang on to one of those and uh it, just looking at the sprites look towards the you know he's breaking down the fourth wall almost of the game and just looking at the screen 
He's got this. He's, you guys gun just got to his side. He's just kind of sup, you know. I mean, it, <laughs> he does kind of have a sup. Yeah, about yeah. Him. Like this is no big deal, not at all. Just yeah, yeah. Um, I think my favorite character when I was a when I was a kid and playing this all the time. Mm-hmm. I played this a ton as a kid, but. You know, it was this game, and then it was the original Contra, which I'm awesome at the original Contra. I don't know if you guys know this about me. Um, I was so awesome that those two dudes actually wanted me on their mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I can beat it without the code. Yeah. I'm pretty good. I don't like to brag too much about that. I'm try- I try to be humble, but I'm pretty good. Let me just say, when you were on that show, on Two Dudes, I mean, is it fair to say you carried the show? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say it out loud, <laughs> but just between you and me, listeners, turn your ears off. That show was right. all me. Okay, it was all right. me. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, I, my character, my go-to character was at first it was the little little short guy because he's got the kind of the double jump hover move. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got this a few homing shots. I like a lot of maneuverability in my characters, so. At first, I went with him a lot. Um, also liked the... I guess I'm a sexist. Nick Stevens, the sexist. <laughs> I like the guy. Right? I like the guy. So I like to play as the male character. That's just me. You know? Um, but uh, I guess Fang ultimately is probably the best. Right? Because he's... Well, yeah. I mean, I think... He's a... Uh, I think the guy is probably the most well-rounded, maybe. But Fang is like the you know, like I said, he's got the powers. But the problem is, it becomes problematic when you're in like a boss scene where you've got to kind of stand back a little bit, um, and your your range takes a hit. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, now the 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 girl has a really cool weapon that I like, and she gets like the lasers that spread out and then come back together. Mm-hmm. That's a cool. That's a cool shot. I like that shot a lot. I just could never really, you know, I couldn't really do a whole lot with her for some reason. Yeah, yeah. The but you know something we didn't really touch on that we normally touch on are the controls. Uh-huh. So basically, you have a you have a button to switch between mm-hmm. weapons. You have a jump button. You got a shoot button. That's basically it. Right. Every character's got a slide move, which I used constantly because well that's yeah i like slide move and that's that's half the game right you can dodge a lot of bullets with a slide yeah Yeah. but uh and then some of the characters you know some seem some seem a little faster than others some jump a little higher there's a lot of detail put in variation on the characters i feel like that's one of the strongest parts of this game Mm -hmm. no i i agree yeah a lot of a lot of detail you know what i really like the cutscenes when like at the very beginning when you press start and all four characters go diagonally across the screen in a kick that's pretty sweet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now that's another thing this game has a, a lot of story compared to your typical contra mm-hmm. game um so much so that you get cutscenes, you got text you got talking in between levels mm-hmm. kind of you also have branching paths which I thought is just crazy for for a contra game. Like there are points in the game where you get to choose between a couple of choices, and 
Um, choose your own adventure style. Yeah, changes the way the game goes. Yeah, it's kind of choose your own adventure. I mean, so there's multiple playthroughs. I mean, if you're good enough to get through one playthrough, uh, there's multiple playthroughs you can do and, and go multiple paths, which is really a neat mm-hmm. addition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And multiple endings as well, which we may want to save for a little bit. Right. Along the yeah. same lines. Depending on what path you take, there's multiple paths. Yeah, we'll save that for a little bit. Maybe a little wonky there. A little wonky. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got any mm-hmm. more bad jokes? Um, do I? I got tons. What do you call cheese by itself? What? Provolone. <laughs> Hey, sometimes, sometimes my uh, my kids, mm-hmm. you know, they'll say, "Hey, hey, Dad, I'll call you later." Right? I say, "Don't call me later. Call me Dad." That's so awesome. It's one of the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, I use that stuff one like that's gonna stick with them. You know, it really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I hope they take my jokes and they you know, grow as a person. Well, something like that. How could you not? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's just so dynamite. So. Where does does Fonzie like to go for lunch? Where? Chick-fil-A. Oh. Nice. (laughs) All right, back to the game. So... What about the graphics? What do you think about the graphics of this game? Graphics were sweet. I mean, even for a, a superior gaming system like the Genesis, the graphics were pretty awesome. The The backgrounds were detailed, and so were the... Constantly rest. moving. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think that's cool. The bad guys con- uh, always looked... Uh, super detailed it was not a game made on the fly no I think we'll probably reiterate this over and over again but lots and lots of love poured into this game I feel like mm-hmm. uh, this is uh, this game came after the Super Nintendo Contra 3 Alien Wars and it's almost like they took that built upon it and then gave it a real Sega charm you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's got that uh got that grit the second you know tough. sega really brings yeah, yeah it's tough it's got the blast process it's like more you know uh let's see what can we say sega is the Dolph lundgren to nintendo's uh keanu reeves well, I don't, I don't like that analogy. I like Keanu Reeves. You like Keanu Reeves? Yeah. What movie is it's probably Keanu my favorite Reeves actor? Really good in Matrix. The first one. After that, mm-hmm. I didn't say Matrix. Whatever's I just said Matrix. All right, name another one. Constantine. Uh, John Wick's pretty good. You like Constantine, don't you? I love Constantine. Mm-hmm. Figured. You know what else is really good? Um, that one where he's like 
at the boathouse, and there it's a love story. That's a great one. Oh yeah, I figured you'd like that movie. You like love stories, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's me, Nick Stevens, lover of romantic movies. Him and uh, Sandra Bullock. See, you even knew who the co the co actor was. Hey, See, uh, what can I say? What I mean, say? Yeah. I mean, I'm. I maybe have seen a fair share of uh, of, of romantic com- a little rom com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a good romantic movie every now and then. Right, right. Message in a bottle. You seen Message in a Bottle? Uh, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh no. The Notebook. I Me love too. the Notebook. Don't even go there. <laughs> we could just start a whole another podcast on the Notebook. So we better not. Right. We better not. What even right. got us? Oh yeah. Right. Now, I would say it's more like uh, the Contra on Genesis Contra Hardcore is more like the Dolph Lundgren to Nintendo's Rick Moranis or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I see what you're doing. See where I'm going? I was I was trying to give the Super Nintendo a little bit more love, but no, we shouldn't do that. No, I mean, we can, if we don't give the regular Nintendo love, we can't be giving the Super Nintendo love. So, but Mar- Rick Moranis is actually a good guy. Oh yeah, as far as and the Super Nintendo's, I mean, he'd probably buy you dinner, but you know, Rick Moranis actually quit acting to take care of his wife or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She had some kind of disease. Yeah, some disease. Well, let's uh, lighten the mood real quick. Why did the A go to the bathroom and come out as an E? Um, because he had a vowel know. movement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to talk about food? I got a can of peas here. Yeah. Um. All right. Mm-hmm. Tender sweet peas. Mm. Why do you have a can of peas? Well, I just wanted to say I wouldn't eat these with ketchup. Mustard. Mustard. Yep, that's the way to do it. Have you had a good chili dog lately? Or I'm sorry, a hot dog with sauce. Would you quit lately? calling them chili dogs? That's not. I don't even know what you're talking. About. I know. I keep. I keep slipping up. I, it's. It's Lexington. Lexington did this. Hey, I almost call. I almost. There's a couple of chili dogs. Oh, look. Lexington did it to me too. There's a couple of uh, there mm-hmm. were a couple of hot dogs with sauce in Lexington. I almost wanted to call it chili dog myself, but couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, yeah. So the music for the game, Kobayashi. Tell me about the love you have for the music in this game. Oh, uh, Kobayashi. You know, this in actually preparation for this game, just uh, I pulled up a video. Not not even me playing it. Just a video of this of this game on YouTube. Got uh, I made myself a bath mm-hmm. with all kinds of bath salts. Bath salts? Um, aromatherapy candles. Oh. And just I uh, just listened to the 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 sweet sweet tunes of Kobayashi. Um, just uh, let them take me take me where. Take me where he leads. Yeah, in the bath. Know? You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, everybody, everybody pictures that Aaron in the bath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the soothing sounds of of uh, contra hardcore. <laughs> with uh, 
the effervescing basalts. Mm -hmm. On a more serious note, not that that's not serious, uh, the music is pretty awesome. It's it's on par with stuff that you could li you could really probably listen to it outside of playing the game, but it fits the game perfectly yeah. because it's just actiony. You know, it really gets the blood pumping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I really think they're I, it's some of the best music on the Genesis probably. I'm gonna guess Nick that you've probably played a few of these songs on your guitar. <laughs> you, you, you know me well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I learn. Well, you know. I mean, I learn all these songs all the time, all the time. Right, right. You know, right. it's funny you say that. Hang on, I'll grab my guitar. I learned a song the other day. This it's totally unrelated Whoa. to uh, to this game, but. Since we're talking about the guitar, I figure I'd grab it. Okay. So just All hold right. on, let me grab the guitar. Okay, so I've been working pretty hard on this one. This is mm -hmm. pretty popular song, so I think you recognize it. <clears throat> Not sure why I cleared my throat. It's pretty good though, right? What do you think? <laughs> that, that was so good. Oh man, you're you're really nailing it there. Yeah, I mean, I got a little little bit of work left to do. I need to really tighten up the uh, the second chord there, but I think I'll have mm -hmm. it fine. Maybe maybe next mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll play to get. Maybe I'll play for the yeah. next show. This sounded like that guy that keeps calling in to uh, the two dudes show. Who's that guy? Oh, Timmy. Was he in that? Was he? Is he in the room? No. No, thought I heard him. Mm -mm. I don't know him. Okay. Okay. I really don't even know who you're talking about. You just knew his name. I was just guessing. It's a good guess, I guess. Was it really Timmy? <laughs> I don't know if it's Timmy or not. I don't listen to that show. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's it's really not listening worth listening to. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So, um... I guess there's the we talk about music. What about sound? Sound effects are pretty good too. I mean, explosions, all that kind of stuff. Can't go wrong. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong. The the mm. other cool thing is we talked about the branching branching paths and stuff. There's some secrets in amongst those branching paths. One of which is really really weird. Did you do the mm. battle arena mode within the game? No, I didn't. Okay, so in the junkyard level. At the near the end of the junkyard, when you're about to go through the door, you can actually jump on the wall and climb up to the top. And when you get mm -hmm. up there, there'll be like a magician guy. I don't even know what he is. He looks like a guy in a top hat and a suit. He says, "Do you want to battle in my arena or something like that?" And you say yes, and then you go into this battle arena where you fight a bunch of bosses, basically. And if you beat those bosses, you travel back in time and you marry a monkey. <laughs> that it. actually happens. I knew about this. Actually happens in the game. I knew, I knew about this uh, this ending, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't actually see it myself. But you basically, yeah, yeah. you. you turn, I guess you're the king of the monkeys because it shows you sitting on a throne, and next to you is a mm -hmm. monkey with hearts over her over her head, like you know, in a in a loving stance. So right. I'd say basically you marry a Listen, monkey. You go back in time, marry a monkey. 
Listen, I'm going to be very serious for a minute. And I, I only say this out of love for the listeners and out of personal experience. Never, never put your trust in the kingdom of monkeys. You are only asking for a coup. You're only asking for it. it it's, it's weird. They can't be trusted. It's weird, okay? Because you know where the word coup comes from? Monkeys. No, no, no. Even before the monkeys, there was a time when there was a kingdom of pigeons. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the ruler of this kingdom of pigeons was a monkey. No. All right? And you know how he became ruler? A coup. Exactly, but they didn't have a word for it. But all that pigeons knew how to say was coup. So there you go. That's how it got named. Mm-hmm. And then the pigeons had a coup. Mm-hmm. Because that's all they were saying. So right. it drove the king mad because he constantly thought there was about to be an actual coup. Right. And so the pigeons gained power. And then the monkeys have since to this day wanted revenge. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, and anytime they get the opportunity, they're they ready. Do. They coup everything now. So just, mm-hmm. I agree. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Do not. If they offer you a throne, one of them says they love you. It, it's not going to work. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You you may right. have fun for a month. And think not, you're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. the coup's not going to happen then. Always happens. Well, yeah. Let's bring the mood up a little bit here. We're getting a little into the weeds. Okay. Uh, do you know where you can, mm-hmm. where you can get chicken broth in bulk? The stock market. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So oh, back to the game. Gracious. Back to the game. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really think. That this this game, the, just a combination of the style, all the little secrets, all the multiple times you can play through it, every piece of the puzzle is there except one thing. All right, and this may be mm-hmm. maybe I'm just a wuss. All right, I know I'm pretty awesome at Contra for the NES, but for mm-hmm. some reason this game's just really too hard. Right? I mean, it is really hard. There's so much stuff. Well, you know, the Japanese version is actually easier. Right, because you can get a bunch of lives in the Japanese version. Mm-hmm. Right. There, you can actually use a code in the Japanese version. We didn't mention that. But in the Japanese version, you can use code, you get like 70 lives, right? Mm-hmm. There's no code in the U.S. version. But I I think you can get hit more, too. I think uh, in the Japanese version, you can get hit more and not die. Mm. In the, in the North American version. So it is actually just an easier game, too. I got you. So, you know. They said, you know, uh, America won World War II, so they can handle it. So make it tougher. <laughs> mm, typical. Typical Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I really, I think All that right. the game, I think the game would, you could potentially be my favorite game on the on the genesis potentially mm-hmm. if it was a mm-hmm. if there was a difficulty setting the word that you could play through the whole game and not be mm-hmm. uh, you know not get just beat down i mean because there's so much game to see mm-hmm. 
and it's you have to you have to be amazing at the game to see it. But right. you know, at the same time, if you're a if, listener, if you're out there and you're wanting a game that uh, you can really take your time and learn to play, mm-hmm. and you really want to see, you want to. There's a lot to see in this game. The, the back to the branch of Baskin. I hate to jump right back to that over and over again, but you can in the branching paths you can beat this game in 15 minutes or depending on the path you take it could take you an hour so there's really mm-hmm. a wide variety of paths you could take I won't get into them because I don't want to spoil well, I don't hour, sp- huh? yeah I don't want to spoil the game for anybody that wants to really dig deep and go down mm-hmm. these paths but let's just say let's there's some Castlevania stuff in it there's some Castlevania music mm-hmm. in it that you can find there's right I mean, there's aliens, there's robots, there's a bunch of stuff. Speaking of robots, you were mentioned earlier about uh, the European version being different. You want to touch on that? Oh, yeah. So there's no real people in the European version. It's only robots. Mm-hmm. Because I guess it's just, you know, they're just a bunch of pansies. They couldn't handle it. Yeah. No humans, only robots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right can handle the human elements so it was just too much for him it really was it really was so right. um i guess you got anything else you want to say i feel like i feel i really do honestly feel like we're not going to do this game justice we may have to talk about it again on another show i don't know but yeah i think so you know we may have to talk about it again. probably right yeah this is gonna be a two-parter we need some more people in here too yeah. Maybe we could bring over those hosers over at two dudes. And no, they can, never. Uh, we would never, ever, oh, okay. ever Sorry. have those guys. Sorry. We, I know we've had Michael on in the past. It was okay. One guy, one dude was fine, right? We would yeah. never, ever have both of them in our RSS feed at the same time, ever. Right. You're you're right. I'm sorry. Should, should that, is just, that is just, that is a disaster waiting to happen. Right, right. All right. In fact, I almost want to kick you off the show for even suggesting it. Don't you dare. Please don't. I'm going to get Rob back. He's uh, retired. So, good luck with that. Yeah, well. It's easier to pull him out of retirement than you think. Uh, well, I, that's what I'm saying. You can't see this uh, if you're listening. Boy, that train's but really loud tonight. It's 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 a little. We need it. Okay, we're no longer recording at this time anymore. This train's too much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But no, what I was saying about Rob's retirement, I'm using quotation mark fingers to uh-huh. show retirement. Right. It's hard to it's hard to stay away when you're the you're the best, right? Yep. You're the best around. You didn't know Aaron sung, huh? And I've heard, you know, huh? <laughs> I've heard, I've heard you sing before, and you know, this may be the first time I've heard you use yourself in the third person, but that's that's neither here. It's nor something there. new. I'm trying out, uh, right. trying that out to uh, see if uh, you know, I can, I can if that works. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, so. I'll stop. Heads up. I'll stop. Heads I'll up. stop. So. Did you did you 
Okay, please do. <laughs> How about some uh, retrofitted achievements? Retrofitted achievements, huh? Yeah, let's do them. I will. Can I just uh, throw this out there that that's such an awesome idea? Mm -hmm. Where'd we get that? Well, I think we stole it from two dudes. Mm -hmm. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we do it better than them, so of course. Those guys can't do anything right. The Channel for Stems, Retrofitted Achievements. Okay, uh, my first one is called The Big Bad Wolf. Mm -hmm. To get the Big Bad Wolf, you have to beat the game as the wolf. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, mine is... Dolph Lundgren does this in his sleep. And that is get the ending where you're riding on the plane and the credits are rolling. It seems so 80s. Just you just standing mm. on a plane, you know? The credits are rolling. Yeah. Standing on the wing of the plane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so sweet. Yeah. Okay. Alright, I've got one called um, Chicks Dig It. Mm-hmm. And to get chicks dig it, you have to uh, defuse the warhead as Sheena. Ooh, I like that. That's there's an ending where you actually jump on the side of a warhead and uh, defuse it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And in order to get chicks dig it, you have to do that as as the chick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have any more. Oh, I'm wow. coming. To, I'm coming pretty disappointing this with this week this episode yeah that's okay i guess i guess we can forgive you this time <laughs> um all right i've got another one this one's called uh is that an ostrich and that is beat the motorcycle level because apparently you're riding on the motorcycle for a little while and then the motorcycle sprouts legs and it looks like mm -hmm. an ostrich right so you beat the motorcycle load. Right. Right. That's a that's another one. I'll stop there. Okay. I'll stop All right. there. Um yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh well, let's do I guess we need to talk about uh you know, the shtick of the show. Yeah. Whether or not it's a gym. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this game of Genesis gym? Is it good? Or is it garbage? So, we'll start with a little listener feedback. Okay. Okay. Um, let me I've pull got it up here. Up if you want me to read some? I mean, you you are the host. Sure, you are no. The host. I don't want to step on it. Yeah, but uh, you know, I took care of the asking you the ask Aaron okay. stuff, so we can we can swap All places right. here. Go ahead. Uh, Marco Montoya says, "Yeah!" Exclamation mark times three. Anthony Pig said, great game, multiple endings and pass, hard as nails, difficulty, yet fun nonetheless. I bet you did this since dudes are doing Super C. What? What is this nonsense? The dudes are doing Super C? Are they I doing Super so. C? I don't know. Anthony Pig says they are. I don't keep up, I don't keep up with what uh, yeah, they I do. Don't. I don't keep up with yeah. what they do. I mean, we did this game because we wanted to do this game. If they're doing Super C, it's probably because exactly. they saw we were doing it's this Exactly. Game. Right. How dare you, Anthony? All right. 
me calm myself down here with Ben Parker's comment. Best Contra game on the Genesis, no question. It's the only Contra game on Genesis. He <laughs> did also put a winky face, so. All right. I see what you're. I see what you're yeah. doing there, Ben. Brian Bowen says, "Holy crap! Yes, a gem." Hard as nails, but I love it. Wish I owned it. Frowny face. Zachary Richards says, It's good. Too hardcore to be a gem in my book, but it's good nonetheless. Freddy Velasquez says, Easily a gem all day. Eric Gerbach said, This is the best Contra game ever made. Ooh. Eric going full on. It has it all. Multiple unique characters, multiple levels for exceptional replay value, and some of the most amazing music and graphical effects on the Genesis. This is a game to show people who don't think the Genesis can keep up graphically to the the SNES. It's not just a gem, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Wow, wow. I think he pretty well snailed Mm -hmm. it. He snailed it. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. totally snailed it. Although, I will say... Talking about keeping up graphically, there are a couple of bits where it slows down when there's a ton of stuff on the yeah. screen. But then that blast processing kicks in, all the slowdown goes away. I think that there must be like a toggle mm-hmm. switch for when it starts to slow down and they can flick on that blast processing and just really cranks it up a notch. Yeah. Other than that, totally right. snailed it. All right. Josh Diekman says, Jim, super hard and a lot different than the other Contra games, but cool in its uniqueness. The difficulty can be off-putting, but it's still a really good game. Marlon Pupachet says, uh, Best Contra? I beat it a couple of times. So much better than Alien Wars. Like, much better. Humble brag. Mm-hmm. Rick Cars says, Jim, no question. Peter Guzman, it's a gem. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Daniel Walker says, the two dudes announced they are covering Super C, and now the gems are doing an episode on Contra Hardcore. Is this a coincidence or a conspiracy? Look. <laughs> we That's thought we thing. had it right. cleared up with Anthony... Anthony's comment, but uh, look, we're going to have to cut this out, okay? No relation. No relation whatsoever. And the only relation that could possibly be is they're copying us. Only thing. Right. It's either it's either, it's either either the two dudes are copying us or it's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Jeff Weber says, Jim, but he gives it in a picture form. Go to the Facebook group to see that. Sal Gafrida says, cool game, but I haven't lived long enough while playing to know if it's a gym or not. I'll take everyone's word on it. Super hard game. Uh, Rob McCallum puts up a picture of a Mega Drive game. And another picture of some Japanese game. I'm going to guess that's Contra Hardcore (laughs) In Japan. And, well, of course, I commented sense. on that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot about this. I commented on that and said the Japanese version actually gives you more lives. And, I, you know, typical Aaron Hickman fashion, I put a little smiley face on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you use smiley face all the time. It gets a little yeah, creepy sometimes. Sorry. 
Uh, Mark Super says, I have this game, but I just can't get into it. I will rate it as solid, though, because the graphics, gameplay, and music are pretty good. It just didn't capture me. He rated it a solid? He, yep, it's a solid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the rating so, scale is, is Jim Good. Um, I think we're going to have to get sure, Mark so. here and kind of discuss some things. But, uh, yeah. Nathan Cooper says, Jim, I was fortunate to find this box plus game lately at half price books for a very nice price. A steal compared for what it goes on eBay these days. But he didn't give the price. Derek Fletchell says, we need a receipt, by the way, Nathan. Um, Derek Fletchell says, super Mm -hmm. hard, it's a fun game, but there's something that just doesn't feel like Contra to me. Maybe it's the fact that you can play as a werewolf or robot, but it's definitely missing something. It's not the total outcast that Contra Force is, but to me, this game is just good. Ido Ramos says, yeah, but only two exclamation marks. Okay, so uh, I guess we'll yeah, call it it's it's not as good as Marco Montoya's three exclamation marks. So three exclamation marks equals Jim. Two good. Matt Daly. I expected a lot from this game. It's Contra, and I've heard a lot of good things. Trying it for myself, I wasn't let down in the least. Tight play, control, imaginative level design, and killer graphics and sound. Put it in the gym category for certain. I'll be playing this for a while. You know, he, uh, Matt really kind of started off there. I was a little worried that he was going to go with a a not, he wasn't going to like this game. Because he said, you know, you start out like, I had high expectations. Usually it goes into a, Oh yeah, yeah, he he did a little tease Usually it goes into a, and, you know, anyway. And uh, some hoser here at the end here named Michael Kelso says, that game's harder than Colossus's nipples on a breezy winter evening. Boom. Whoa. All right, dude. We may yeah, have to edit really. that out. This is family friendly. Again, Michael, typically with a useless comment, but now useless and on the fringe of provocative. Right. Family friendly. Let's keep it family friendly. I mean, are are they family friendly over there on two? It's supposed to be. They're on the Retro Junkies Network. I mean, I think that they're probably trying. They're probably trying to sneak in some, uh, sneak under the radar with some stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Rogues. Right. All right. Uh, Moby, Moby Rank gives it an eighty-seven out of a hundred. With a couple of notable reviews from the past, GamePro gave it a 100 mm. out of 100, saying, if you like blown up problems instead of solving them, this game that is, is me. And then Electronic Gaming Monthly gave it a 73 out of 10, saying, on the downside, the game's hard difficulty will make it mm-hmm. rough. Yeah. And so, would you call it a gym? Good or garbage? I gotta go with gym. Um, because Going with Jim. you got some pros, cons. pros, definitely the con is it is hard, but I, yeah, I think the con, the major con is the difference, but the pros is just about everything else in the game, the gameplay, the weapons, the character design, the graphics, the sound effects, the music, all nailed. 
It's just the difficulty was the only. Mm -hmm. They snailed it on everything else. Yeah. Yeah, totally snailed everything. But I agree. I mean, I think all your pros are my pros. I mean, the game is, it's a ton of fun, even though, even if it's really difficult, it's still a ton of fun to die on the first level Mm -hmm. over and over again, if that's what you want to do, Mm -hmm. right? So I think I would agree. Uh, And it sounds like, from the consensus, that uh, it's a gem. I think it's a gem. Pick it up. You and I, plus the majority of the listeners. Mm -hmm. So we can lay the gavel down. It's, right. it's a gym. It's a gym. Sweet. Sweet. Well, it was fun. Yeah. It's fun, Aaron. Yeah. Like I said, we need time. to probably uh, maybe do this show again at some point because there's more to talk about. Yeah. I, I would like to talk yeah. about it again. So. Um, I'll leave you with, with, uh, I'll leave you with one more okay. good joke. All right. Uh, knock, there? knock. Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> That's good. All right. All right. Well, we'll call it a day here. And uh, see you, all you Genesis germs. I mean, Genesis gems next time.